1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500
2: Tonight, breaking news. An active shooter in Colorado. The situation unfolding as we're coming on the air. Multiple people have been shot at a popular grocery store in Boulder. The first calls to police less than two hours ago. Store windows blown out. Victims on the floor as police surround the building. Live pictures from the scene. Fourth vaccine, fourth wave. AstraZeneca says its coronavirus shot is 100% effective at preventing severe COVID. Plus, with millions now traveling, new alarm bells about the potential for a fourth wave of the virus.
3: We are a critical point in this pandemic, a fork in the road.
2: State of emergency, the crackdown tonight at one of the country's hottest destinations after crowds clashed with police on the streets of Miami Beach. The latest on the strict new curfew and fears of a super spreader spring break. Overwhelmed, the Biden administration struggles to house around 16,000 children who have crossed the southern border. Tonight, the stunning images inside a crowded holding facility and the little boy all alone. Capital charges as the security fences around the House and Senate come down. The investigation into the January 6th insurrection heats up. What a top federal prosecutor tells CBS News about possible charges of sedition and why President Trump hasn't been ruled out. River of Fire, the up-close look at the volcano that's erupting now. So where is all that lava heading? And March mayhem, the buzzer beaters, COVID knockouts, and Cinderella stories. Why, this year's tournament is much more than madness.
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Nora's off. I'm Major Garrett. We're going to begin tonight with breaking news. What police tell CBS News is an active shooter situation in Boulder, Colorado. There are few details from police, but SWAT teams are surrounding the King Supers grocery store south of downtown Boulder. And what appear to be victims can be seen on the ground, both inside and outside of the building. It is a harrowing scene as we come on the air, less than a week after a gunman killed eight people at three spas in the Atlanta area in what was the worst mass shooting in this country in a year and a half. We're going to begin tonight with CBS's Mola Lange, who is monitoring this unfolding situation. Mola, good evening. Well, good evening, Major. At this point, it is still very much an active scene. There were reports of police
4: on megaphones demanding people evacuate the store. And SWAT teams were seen storming the building, including from the roof. All this after dramatic 911 calls for an active shooter at that Colorado grocery store. 911 here now. Where- it was shortly before 3 p.m. when the first active shooter alert went out at the King Super Supermarket. Dozens of police officers responded with guns drawn, as well as first responders. He went in the store.
5: Oh, my God.
4: Video from inside the grocery store appears to show victims on the ground. A young man who was bleeding was led away in handcuffs and put in an ambulance. A second, older man, also bleeding, was also escorted away. Police could be seen on the rooftop with a saw. There was glass blown out in front of the supermarket. The entire building is surrounded. About an hour after the first calls, people could be seen exiting the store. Medivac helicopters landed on scene and at least one ambulance was spotted racing away. It's unclear how many other victims were injured. Again, police are still on scene
2: this evening. It's unclear how many people were injured, how many people were shot, if any. Major... Well Lenghi, thank you. We want to bring in Connor McHugh from our CBS Denver station, KCNC. He's on the scene in Boulder. Connor, tell us what you're seeing.
5: Yeah, it is still quite active here. There are plenty of different officers from all over the Denver metro area. We have multiple SWAT teams and multiple uh, mobile units, helicopters, everything you can imagine at this scene here in the south side of Boulder, an active shooting situation at the King Supers. We've spoken to a number of people who have been outside the store, inside the store all throughout this. One gentleman who was inside the store tells us he heard several loud bangs. He wasn't sure exactly what it was, but it was enough for him to start running. He says it was both chaotic but orderly scene as people grabbed each other's hands and got out of this store into safety. We also just talked to another gentleman whose son-in-law and two granddaughters were inside the store. They were there to get a COVID shot. They saw someone get shot, ran away, and hid in a storage closet for at least an hour before they were able to get to safety as officers came in from multiple areas to bring them out of here. Again, it is quite active here. We are still trying to learn if everyone is in custody. We know one person was taken out in handcuffs. Uh, We're also working to learn how many people, if any, are injured in this. Connor McHugh with KCNC,
2: our Denver affiliate, reporting live from Boulder, Colorado. We thank you. Tonight we are seeing clear signs of progress in the fight against coronavirus. AstraZeneca reports strong results from the U.S. trial of its vaccine. Tonight, more states are expanding eligibility for vaccines and more school districts are opening in-person learning. But The CDC warns new cases are no longer decreasing nationwide and there are growing concerns about new COVID variants. Here is CBS's Meg Oliver.
6: Tonight, AstraZeneca announcing its vaccine is 79 percent effective in U.S. clinical trials and 100 percent effective in preventing serious illness while only producing minor side effects. If authorized by the FDA, 50 million doses would be available in the first month.
7: Americans should feel fully confident about having this vaccine. We also know that it works well against the UK variant.
6: AstraZeneca also reporting there was no increased risk of blood clots found in the US trial, despite concerns from at least 14 European countries that temporarily suspended use. This, as the CDC warns, variants could trigger another surge. While concerning
3: variants are spreading rapidly, We are a critical point in this pandemic, a fork in the road, where we as a country must decide which path we are going to take.
6: New COVID cases are up at least 10 percent in 18 states and Puerto Rico, amid concerns over a rush to reopen. New Jersey not lifting additional restrictions anytime soon.
4: We are back to leading the nation in the
2: spread of this virus. There is no magic wand I can wave to stop the spread.
6: Food delivery company DoorDash announcing today customers in select cities can now get at-home COVID tests with results available in 24 to 48 hours. Tonight, an announcement that students in L.A. will head back to class next month.
5: Some children may face a lifetime of consequence if they're not back in a school classroom sometime
2: soon.
6: And in New York City, the largest school district in the country, relying on testing to safely reopen schools. What do you tell the students that might be a little apprehensive?
7: The New York City public schools are the safest place to be in this city right now.
6: 17-year-old Meryl Mishum was back in class today for the first time in more than a year.
5: Every single day I'm confronted with the mental toll and feeling a lot of anxiety and depression. But I do want to become a normal high schooler again.
6: In addition to reopening high schools like the one behind me, gym classes also resumed today. And starting tomorrow, anyone over the age of 50 in New York is eligible for the vaccine. Major?
2: Meg Oliver, thank you. Tonight, after a weekend of spring break chaos, officials in Miami Beach are cracking down, extending an emergency 8 p.m. curfew all the way until April 12th. CBS's David Begna is there. After a year of COVID lockdowns around the country, you might say the
8: cork finally blew. This is what police say has been the worst of spring break on Miami Beach. The partying turned to chaos before police eventually moved in with SWAT teams. At times, there were skirmishes with mostly unmasked revelers. Police fired pepper balls to disperse the crowd, and they made more than 50 arrests here since Friday. By Saturday night, there was a state of emergency in effect, and an 8 p.m. curfew for the city's entertainment district.
5: All sorts of things from just inappropriate conduct to to full-out criminal activity, which has become a real policing challenge.
8: And there's a health challenge. Florida has the most cases of COVID variants than any other state, including that highly transmissible P1 strain from Brazil. And Florida ranks fifth nationwide in the rate of positive
5: COVID tests. Those statistics suggest that this is not a place uh, that is, you know, out of the woods by any means. And then you put in these crowds and all of a sudden you have really something uh, that feels like an emergency.
8: Meanwhile, the TSA is reporting 1.5 million people were screened at airports yesterday. That makes for the busiest travel day in a year. Back here on Miami Beach, it was dead today. The question is, what's tonight going to bring?
4: Every time the police will come around, we'll run to the next street. And y'all come again and run to the next street. So that's how it's going to be until we decide we want to go home.
8: Now, the curfew doesn't apply to people who live on Miami Beach or hotel guests. They can come and go as they want. But if you don't have business here, the city's using the curfew as a way to say, stay away. Major.
2: David Becknow, thank you. Pressure is growing tonight on the Biden administration to address the crisis at the southern border caused by the surge of unaccompanied minors crossing from Mexico. The U.S. is currently holding roughly 16,000 children, some of them barely old enough for elementary school. Here is CBS's Manuel Bohorquez. A child so small,
9: he's hard to spot at first. But this Guatemalan boy, believed to be about six, was seen walking all alone along the train tracks holding a bag, crossing from Juarez into the United States. His small steps turn into a run when he makes it past the wall. Many unaccompanied minors like him end up here, in overcrowded facilities like this one in Donna, Texas. 400 people are packed into this temporary shelter built for 250. The children are sleeping on mats covered with foil blankets.
5: Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy visited the facility last week. These families know these kids are going to likely end up in these detention facilities, but for them, that's better than facing certain death.
2: You want people to see
9: you as human beings trying the best for your children. Glenda Mendez and her 14-year-old son Gustavo have been living at a migrant shelter in Juarez for a month, hoping for an asylum hearing. So, how's it all been?
5: Pues muy difícil también.
9: Very difficult. Por qué? Why? Because,
5: pues de primero, porque hay muchos peligros aquí. En
9: a lot of dangers here in Mexico. U.S. Border Patrol is on track to apprehend more than 150,000 migrants this month. Republicans blame the Biden administration.
2: This just shows how completely ill-prepared the Biden administration was for what's turned out to be an overwhelming tidal wave. DHS Secretary
9: Alejandro Mayorkas says the border is closed. We are expelling families, we are
1: expelling single adults, and we've made a decision uh, that we will not expel young, vulnerable children.
9: Today, the administration announced the San Diego Convention Center will be converted into a shelter for migrant children. We met this Honduran family seeking asylum in the United States after two hurricanes slammed the region last year. They were expelled just today. I feel worried because you have a fear of being out on the streets, sleeping in the streets, he said. The Biden administration says it will continue to deport most families and adults who cross the border. Mexico says it will reinforce its
2: southern border, where Central and South American migrants are coming through. Major? Manuel Bajorcas, thank you. Tonight, the area around the U.S. Capitol is slowly getting closer to normal. Security that's been in place since the January 6th riot is being scaled back. But there is no let-up to the criminal investigation, and more serious charges could soon be brought. We learn more from CBS's Chris Van Cleve.
7: Tonight, the enormous security perimeter around the nation's capital is shrinking as some of the fence line is coming down and razor wire removed. It's been two and a half months since the attack on the Capitol, and the number of those facing local or federal charges continues to grow. More than 400 so far, including over 100 charged with assaulting police officers. And new leads are coming in after the FBI released these videos of people violently sparring with police outside the Capitol. On 60 Minutes Sunday, federal prosecutor Michael Sherwin told Scott Pelley some members of militia groups may soon face charges of sedition, the crime of conspiring to overthrow the government.
8: I personally believe the evidence is trending towards that and probably
7: meets those elements. Members of the Oath Keepers, Three Percenters and Proud Boys have been charged with conspiracy to organize, travel to Washington and breach the Capitol. Do you
4: anticipate sedition charges against some of these suspects?
7: I believe the
8: facts do support those charges, Uh, and I think that as we go forward, more facts will support that, Scott.
7: Sherwin, who until recently oversaw the investigation, acknowledged prosecutors are also looking into the role of former President Donald Trump.
4: In short, you have investigators looking into the president's role.
7: We have people looking at everything,
4: correct. Everything's being looked
1: at.
7: Sherwin says prosecutors are still investigating if any of the rioters
2: were given tours of the Capitol in the days leading up to the attack. Major? Chris Van Cleve, thank you. Tonight in the aftermath of that horrific murder spree in Georgia, law enforcement is investigating a new wave of attacks on Asian Americans. We learn more on this now from CBS's Mark Strassman.
5: Stop Asian hate
10: crimes. Fear and anger across the country. Asian Americans and their supporters remembered Atlanta's murder victims all weekend and refused to accept a rash of anti-Asian racist attacks. But in New York, this 37-year-old Asian woman was punched twice in the face on her way to a protest. Police say this man's their suspect. And this 68-year-old victim was sucker punched. His alleged attacker yelled anti-Asian slurs and now faces a hate crime charge. In last week's killing spree at Atlanta area spas, eight people were murdered, six of them Asian women. 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long confessed, police say, blaming a sex addiction.
6: I was just hoping that it was not my mom. It was not my mom.
10: But it was. Zhao Zhe Tan, 49, owned Young's Asian Massage. Other victims... Young a Yu. her sons say they're devastated. soon Kim, a grandmother of three, remembered as selfless and pure-hearted. And Hyun-Jung Grant, dedicated to her sons. I heard gunfire, Mario Gonzalez said. It was in the room where my wife was. Delena Yan, 33, went to a spa with her husband on a date. The shots he heard killed his wife. He says, what I need right now is help, because I've got a boy and a girl. Right after the first spa shooting and all the confusion, Jan's husband says responding police put him in handcuffs and treated him like a suspect. And in all the confusion, he says, that is only
2: when he found out that his wife was one of those killed. Major? Mark Strassman, thank you. A trip to the San Diego Zoo and a close encounter with a charging elephant has landed a 25-year-old father behind bars. The man took his two-year-old daughter inside the enclosure and one elephant took a run at them. He first dropped the girl, then picked her up and scrambled out. He is charged with child endangerment. Tonight, a volcano in Iceland continues to erupt with a spectacular river of lava that has not been seen there in 800 years. Drone video shows lava blasting from the volcano's summit. Thousands took pictures over the weekend, but dangerous levels of pollution forced officials to close off the area today. March Madness resumes just ahead here on CBS after a first weekend that saw brackets busted, favorites fall, one-by-one underdogs triumphant. Here's CBS's Dana Jacobson spinning
3: firing goal! tonight March Madness is verging on insanity with the little teams that could circle play line showing they play. indeed can another fairy tale ride number eight seed Loyola Chicago delivering one of the biggest upsets of the tournament eliminating number one seed Illinois in the second round. The Ramblers getting constant inspiration and prayers from their number one fan, 101 year old Sister Jean. I know you can win this game. Just do it. The team's storybook run sparking celebrations in Chicago. And fan euphoria on the campus of Oral Roberts University, as that Cinderella team musters up stunning wins over two-seed Ohio State and number 7 Florida. Oral Roberts, just the second 15-seed in NCAA tournament history to advance to the Sweet 16. It has been a year for underdogs. Nine upsets in the first round by teams seated in double digits, a bracket bummer. Of more than 20 million brackets tracked, not a single perfect one remains. Dana Jacobson, CBS News, Indianapolis.
2: We want to update you on the breaking news from Boulder, Colorado. Tonight, a supermarket remains sealed off in what police are calling an active shooter situation. Witnesses say there are multiple victims. Please go to cbsnews.com for the latest as this story develops. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official T-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com.